Hey y'all and welcome back to Gimme the Creeps with Abby and Daniela. Hello. We are getting spooky for spooky season. Spooky. <laughs> yeah, this episode is going to be real spooky. I am so ready. All right. So, <clears throat> this episode is going to be about summoning a spirit. Oh, Lordy. Shall we have a disclaimer from the top? We should have a disclaimer <laughs> from the top. Anybody who tries to do this, we. You're a fool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, do what you do. But if you were taking this from us, like if you're taking this advice from us, Mm-mm. it's your own damn fault. Yeah, we can't go into the spirit world and help you out there. Yeah, I don't, I can't. (laughs) And I will give another disclaimer later on because it gets (laughs) a little crazy. Ooh. Okay, so here we go. Since the dawn of time, people have wanted to learn how to bring back the dead. It's a natural reaction to want those whom you're mourning to come back, even if it's just for one last conversation. Because of this, there are myths and legends galore about all of those who have currently found ways to do just that. Witches and necromancers have claimed to possess spells for reanimating the dead, but even in these stories, the reunion is temporary. The spirit world is contacted for communication purposes only and then laid back to rest. There is an arsenal of tactics that allegedly allow for a friendly little chit-chat with the dead. So if you insist on giving it a try, collected here is a brief outline of the most popular ways to do it. Pretty much all these summoning processes require the cloak of darkness, a candlelit atmosphere, and a relaxed and an open mindset for the conjurer. Good luck. So the first is necromancy, naturally. Uh, If you've mastered the dark and kind of scary art of necromancy, then you're already ahead of the game. It's best if the ritual is performed within a year of the death and the talisman and incantations used will depend entirely on the motives behind the divination. The necromancer might partially mutilate the corpse and sit still for days wearing clothes that belong to the deceased in order to get the spirit to reanimate the body. And we talked a little bit about necromancy in one of the episodes. It was like Mm -hmm. the Easter episode or something. Yep. Okay, so scrying. That word always gets me. Speaking of being awoken, summoning a spirit, sassy. <laughs> She's awoken. There she is. Oh, this will be her last. Oh my god, I'm not gonna cry. I was gonna. I was trying not to ask earlier how it's going. Oh, we're gonna do it. Uh, this mm. is super interrupting the episode. My bad, guys, but. This is the last episode that you will hear Sassy on. In the background. In the background. Featuring Sassy. I'm putting her 
to rest um, on Friday when this episode comes out. These episodes come out. Ooh. So that's kind of fitting that I did this one. And then we can bring her back. Summon her spirit for a visit. <laughs> oh, we'll do a little pet seance for one of the episodes. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, I was going to ask you um, if that would be too sensitive a topic. Dude, I would totally do that shit. Okay, oh. cool. Pet Cemetery, the oh, remake. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, a little sassy. Yeah. But, she'd be um, pissed off. She'd be like, can I rest? Yeah, she'd be like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> How cute. <clears throat> my little baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the episode. If you hear <laughs> back there, just remember it's the last. <laughs> yep. Um... So what was here we go? Um uh, scrying. Scrying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Crying. <laughs> yes. Crying or the ancient art of mirror gazing has been used not just to communicate with the dead, but to catch glimpses into the future. Witches and seers use mirrors, crystal balls, or even water. Really, any reflective surface will work. The room must be completely dark, with the exception of a few lit candles and maybe some burning incense. If using a mirror, place one of the candles between yourself and the mirror and try to position yourself so your image is not taking up the mirror. Quiet your thoughts, gaze into the mirror or the bulb, and focus your thoughts on the person you wish to speak with. The image in your mind should appear and you can ask your questions. The answers may come to you in the form of images or as waves of emotions. I've always wanted to do that, but I've been so terrified. I know. Me too. Another way is spells. On the anniversary of a loved one's death, you can combine several natural ingredients to form an incense and then burn it while chanting a summoning spell. Collected in old European grimoires were recipes for such things. One common recipe recommends combining pepper, aloe, musk, vervain, and saffron to be burned in a cemetery. If you're planning on summoning the spirit to their former home, you can adapt the recipe by adding sweetgrass or tobacco. Having a personal item that belongs to the deceased also helps draw out the the correct spirit and the incense must be burned at 11 a.m. from within the safety of a salt circle. Then you recite an incantation, such as guardians of the spirit realm, hear and guide my plea. When the witching hour rings true, bring my friend, loved one, etc. to me. Other souls who hear my call are not welcome in this place. Only the one known as blank may enter sacred space. Say the spell three times, 20 minutes apart, then wait. Signs of a presence can include the smell of their favorite perfume or cigars or candles may go out or being flickered erratically. You know what's weird? I, and I've heard this somewhere else, if you randomly smell like a burning smell, it means something like that. And I fucking always randomly smell a burning smell. Really? Yeah. Like it just randomly comes out of nowhere. Like that happened yesterday. I was like, Whoa. is something burning? And Jeremy looked at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? That's that is weird. so interesting because I've had that happen to me too. And I thought it was just like a passing scent from like outside or something. 
But what Whoa. if? I don't know. Yeah, it literally will be like a split second of the smell. Yeah. Like I'll start smelling it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "What is gone. that?" And then yeah, it's you gone. you try to yeah you try to like find where it's coming from. And yeah, then it's I'm gone. like, shit, something's on fire. Someone's mm-hmm. going down. Right. I always think it's like a a wire or something. Because <laughs> you don't see it, but you well, smell it. Terrifying. Thank you. I know. We know. <laughs> Great. My house is old. I know. Oh my Me God. Abby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. That's even more terrifying than it being a fucking ghost. <laughs> right. Okay. Another way is a seance. <clears throat> if you find yourself struggling to get the attention of a certain spirited someone, a seance might be just what you need as, in theory, spirits can draw from the energy of the group and communicate easier. Three people around a table and a candlelit room should do the trick, but the more the merrier or scarier, depending on how you look at it. It's best to conduct the seance in a dim candlelit room and once you've called out to the dead, stick to yes or no questions if possible. Communication can be as simple as two knocks for yes or one knock for no. Keep in mind, though, that contacting a malicious spirit posing as a loved one is always a risk, no matter what method of divination you're attempting. Let me get her off the bed. Hold on. She hasn't barked before in a long time. She knew she was going to be on this episode. Mm-hmm. Hold on. She put her best <laughs> bark forward. <laughs> All right. Um. (coughs) (laughs) She can't. She's like fucking half blind and shit. So she just stepped in her water bowl. (laughs) Trying to turn around. (laughs) Oh. Oh my God. Okay. So another way is mediumship. This involves receiving messages from spirits while, in most cases, still being fully awake. Bringing in a medium can certainly speed things up, though, as they already have a natural ability to contact the dead and are able to enter and exit trances seamlessly. Wow. That word was not coming out. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Another way is saying prayers to the dead. Some faiths practice praying for and to the dead as it not only it, it as it not only provides the living with comfort but also some believe it prompts actual communication with the deceased in dreams. Then there are those who take summoning the dead through prayer to a completely different level as in the case with the group filmed in the 2013 documentary Dead Razors. Dead Razors? Dead Risers. Dead Razors. Yep, Dead Razors. The documentary covers an evangelical Christian group who call themselves the Dead Raising Team as they travel the world raising the dead and healing the sick. The group's founder, Tyler Johnson, claims to be personally responsible for bringing 13 corpses back to life. They claim that they are able to literally raise the dead, and in fact, the documentary starts stars a man named Mark DiDio, who claims he died from a drug overdose, went to hell, and was pulled back to life by Jesus. Why Jesus? I don't know. Because he himself was raised from the dead. I guess that's a good... 
That's I don't a know. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I've never heard of this documentary, but I would like to watch it just to see what kind of crazy shit. I happens. know. Seriously, huh? Um, another way is self uh, hypnosis. I was going to say hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> Another method of spirit summoning involves opening yourself up fully and slipping into a trance-like state. Keep in mind, though, that there is a huge difference between general hypnosis and putting yourself in a trance where you then allow a spirit to take over. You won't be conscious, and being able to recall anything while in this altered state of mind is highly unlikely, so you'll need someone you trust to be there writing down everything you say and keeping an eye on you. No, thank you. <laughs> and automatic writing, which we have talked about before. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, while automatic writing techniques may seem like the same thing as going into a trance, it's actually more like a meditative, meditative state. What's the difference, you ask? You're relaxed during meditation, but your mind isn't so deeply altered that you forget things. While in a meditative state, the mind is quiet enough for a spirit to enter it and convey messages, and you can give them the ability to transfer these images and messages onto paper through automatic writing. To do this, you gather a ton of paper and sit with a pen in hand and wait for the magic to begin. Much like when using a spirit board, the pen will glide across across the paper, guiding you to write what the dad is trying to convey. And I want to try it, but I'm scared. Me too. <laughs> and lastly, always have an escape plan. So if you try any of these mm-hmm. ways to summon a spirit or talk to the dead, have an escape plan. Not only is there a good chance that an unknown or unwanted entity could crash your party, but there's also a very good chance that it won't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Having cleansing tools like sage or even exorcism incense and I have to say, when I'm talking about sage, I hope you do your research on what sort of sage to use because white sage is the common one that everyone talks about, but it needs to be um, indigenously sourced if they even allow you to, like, you have to get permission and right. all these things supposed to be part of a closed practice and okay. all these things but uh, hopefully you use the correct sage because you can just use regular sage it doesn't have to be white sage there's like different kinds of sage oh, okay but uh yeah i just had to say that um before anyone came at me <laughs> um okay choose like sage and even exorcism incense on hand is always advised when doing summoning work Crushing equal parts star anise and cloves in a mortar and pestle creates a nice cleansing incense. Sometimes a heavier recipe is needed to cleanse an area and drive away those extra pesky beasties. Three parts frankincense resin, one part rosemary, one part bay leaves, one part avens, one part mugwort, one part St. John's wort, one part angelica, and one part basil. Prayer, holy water, and burning sage or this incense with the windows open can help drive out any spiritual negativity from your home. Or when all else fails, have your local priest on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Not that one, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so this is the part where I need to say a huge disclaimer. 
this is not the only way to do what I'm about to say next, but this is like a, oh, I guess like a simple version of how to do this. Hmm. And there are many different ways, like I said. So I don't want anyone to be like, well, that's not right or some shit or <laughs> even think that I'm like <laughs> being crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want anyone to count me. This is just for the fucking podcast. Everyone relax. Everyone <laughs> relax. So with that said, here we go. So if summoning the dead isn't hardcore enough for you, how about summoning a demon? <laughs> Buckle up. We're getting ready to go. Oh, fuck. All right. So this is literally like a step-by-step of what to do. Whoa. Keep your dolls far away from the work zone. <laughs> and it's – I don't – like, I just need to reiterate that it's just, <laughs> I don't want anyone to be like, oh, my God, that's fucking too far. Yeah, but settle down. <laughs> so because there's like a lot of shit that you have to do and it, you can't you won't just accidentally fucking summon a demon. So relax. I know. Or like by listening to this. One yeah. By summoned. listening to this, you won't summon. A demon. <laughs> it's OK. Everyone relax. <laughs> just. Sit back, relax, and listen to the sound of my voice. We oui. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> so your first step should be deciding which demon you'd like to summon. Not all demons were created equally. Some are pleasant and respectful, while others may be unlikely to help or may even be hostile towards you. In a different, different temperaments, different demons specialize in different areas. You have some questions you need answered. Try summoning Astaroth or Asmodeus. Going for a promotion at work. Hit up Belial. Need your advice on or need some advice on your court case. Better call Eligor. If you're not sure which demon to summon, uh, fuck. I think it's Geodic. Geodic. Godic. Godic. The operator demon. He'll connect you with who you need. Yes. Well, <laughs> um, fuck. I need to know how to say it. Fuck. I usually. Oh, also, um, I'm out to say it at the end. Never mind. Mm. Um, it's just really funny because I got real excited finding this like simple list, you know, mm-hmm. and um. And then, of course, shit would happen. But I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> um, okay, if you're not sure which demon to summon, goetic demons are said to be pretty human friendly. Mm-hmm. Next, you prepare your request. It's important to have a specific purpose. Know exactly why you're summoning a particular demon and treat the demons with honesty and respect. Never command, demand, or try to exploit them in any way. You should take time to carefully prepare your request before summoning the appropriate demon to help you achieve your goal. Next, you offer something in return. When asking for the assistance of a demon, it's proper form to present an offering in return. 
The offering itself can vary based on the demon or the request. No matter the offer, it should be agreed upon by both you and the demon. It is ill-advised to present an offer you know you cannot follow through with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why would anyone try to outsmart a demon? Yeah, I know. <laughs> People are dumb. <laughs> uh, then you choose a method to contact the demon. After determining the demon you'd like to contact, you need to choose an appropriate contact method. Depending on your experience summoning demons and your familiarity with the actual demon you're summoning, you may be able to physically hear and see the demon or notice tangible evidence that the demon is present. For those who are less familiar with summoning, you simply invoke the energy of the demon or just speak to the demon telepathically. One of the most common methods of summoning a demon is to use a scrying mirror, which we just talked about, Mm -hmm. which allows you to communicate with them. And then you meditate. Before preparing a ritual to summon a demon, it's strongly suggested that you exercise your mind with meditation first. This will open your psyche and you may experience gut feelings through enhanced intuition. In other cases, your mind will be open and more receptive. Though... Being more receptive to spirits is not always a good thing, so be careful. Then you prepare the ritual. Now that you've done your homework on the demon you'd like to summon, it's time to prepare the summoning ritual. While it isn't required that you perform the ritual at night, it's strongly suggested for new summoners as it greatly increases your chance of making contact. You've probably seen movies with demon summoning rituals that use giant pentagrams to allow the demon to enter the space, but none of that is necessary. (laughs) And then you light the incense. Different incense appeals to different demons. Incense varieties correspond to the planets. Uh, Mm. For instance, if you're summoning Sargatanas to help you improve your sexual prowess, you should use incense that correspond to Venus the ruler of lovemaking magic, like jasmine, chamomile, and lilac. If you're summoning Valak to help you – Valak was – Oh, the conjuring. Yep, to help you pick your lucky not lotto numbers this week. Can you imagine? <laughs> right. Just helping us, helping us out. Uh, you should use incense that corresponds to Jupiter, ruler of luck magic, like cedar, nutmeg, and honeysuckle. <laughs> Interesting. So then you find an appropriate candle to use. In addition to lighting incense that corresponds to the demon you're trying to summon, you'll also have increased chances of making contact if you use the appropriate candles. At a minimum, you'll need one candle, and for best results, its color should coordinate with the demon you're trying to summon. For instance, if you're summoning Balaam to make to help make you funny for your big date this weekend, I can't imagine a demon <laughs> funny. Like, for, yeah, the humor demon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should use yellow, orange, gold, or white candles because they coordinate with the sun, who is the ruler of charismatic charisma magic. Ooh. If that's not available, black is the next best choice, followed by dark blue and red. So then once you've lit the incense and the candle, you need to find the demon sigil. So you print out, which are, I guess you could just have it on your phone, however way you want to do it, or you can draw it out um, on a piece of paper. You find the sigil of the demon that you're working with. You study the sigil and memorize its shape. 
close your eyes and visualize the sigil in your mind as best as you can. It's okay to open them and look at the sigil again as many times as needed to get a clearer image. While visualizing, recite or chant the name of the demon repeatedly either in your mind or out loud. And then you recite the demon's prayer. After focusing on the sigil and repeating the demon's name several times, recite this prayer. Should I read the prayer? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you have to say it several times. Okay. I think. Well, and also, I'm not looking at a sigil, so. (laughs) Yeah, the setting is not set up. All right. If you don't want to listen to it, you can fucking skip forward. (laughs) (laughs) But here it is. Lord Satan, by your grace, grant me. I pray thee the power to conceive in my mind and to exude that which I desire to do. The end which I would attain by thy help. O mighty Satan, the one true God who livest and reignest forever and ever. I entreat thee to inspire, name of demon, to manifest before me that he or she may give me true and faithful answers so that I may accomplish my desired end, provided that it is proper to his or her office. This I respectfully and humbly ask in your name, Lord Satan, may you Deem me worthy, Father. At this point, you should begin to feel Satan's energy as he summons the demon you requested. It's okay if you don't make contact on your first try. Most people have had to perform the summoning ritual more than once for the demon to manifest. Often the demon does answer, but many are not aware. Look for positive coincidences and things out of the ordinary. Awareness here is everything. So then... If you're lucky enough to make contact with a demon, remember to be honest and respectful. Don't command, demand, or try to exploit them. Be polite and present and present your request and subsequent offering. Yeah. And then also remember that giving them a license to depart is insulting, which after speaking with the demon, they will simply depart on their own. You can't tell them, okay, you're released. You can go. They have. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Oh my gosh! What if they just stick around? <clears throat> oh god damn it! <laughs> she, scared she scared me too. Hold on, let me put her on the. She's like, you're summoning me. Well, we summoned a demon. <laughs> there she is, my little hellhound. Cool. Let me put her on the bed. Damn it! She's demanding shit of me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, Sassy. Um, yes. However, you may be left feeling a powerful energy, which is common due to the excessive levels of bioelectricity that demons possess, apparently. Mm. And after successfully making contact with the demon, there is no need to perform the ritual again. After earning their trust, demons can be contacted through a number of methods, such as a Ouija board, a crystal ball, or even mirrors and candlelight. However, it is strongly suggested that you perform the full summoning ritual each time you decide to make contact with a new demon. Mm. And that is Mike's super short show. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, wow. There it is. There it all is. That is super useful for whoever would like to summon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I found that from Ranker.com, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's simple. And it isn't like overly complicated. They don't like, because there's like just a bunch of shit, right? So yeah. I was like, this is perfect. And they quoted, or like they got a lot of their information from, um, well, I mean, it's basic information that's like m- m- part of most like rituals and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. like to summon demons. But they got their specific information from this uh, organization called Joy of Satan Ministries. And I was like, mm-hmm. huh, I'd never heard of them. So I like looked them up and I found like Wikipedia, like all this sh- websites and shit. Well, then I saw that they had a hashtag on TikTok. So I was like, oh. So I went and I clicked on it. Oh my God. Apparently mm-hmm. they're fucking white supremacists, like Nazi motherfucker. Like I was like, <gasps> of course. <laughs> oh my goodness. Demonology yeah. is not off limits. Yeah. So I just took their shit, their shit out of that thing or whatever. Because I mean, it was still, because I was like, fuck, is this like just specifically for them? But yeah. I, I like looked into other stuff and it's the same. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, now we know their secrets. Yes. Don't. No. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to. I guess any group might be interested in demonology in general. So I shouldn't say that. Well, I'm sure that that's other, like, you, besides summoning a demon, that, that's like the exact same thing for summoning, like, a deity of any sort. There you go. Yeah. Just more specific. And then yeah. all the rules for like the color and what goes with what. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Still very fascinating, very dark and intriguing. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you want to get extra spooky this Halloween, summon yourself a little friend, but beware if you ask them to leave. Yeah. Don't tell them what to do. They don't like that. Mm. Um, I wonder how you summon Payman. How you summon who? Payman from Hereditary. Oh, absolutely not. Mm. Not doing that. Mm-mm. I want to watch it mm. now. Damn it. I rewatched it recently and holy shit, I'm still, still, scary. still gold. Still yes. Yes. Spooky, ooky. Especially that seance part. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, I'm remembering all the things. And then what else? Oh, Insidious, he's a demon too, right? He, he yeah, I guess so. Yeah. The red thing? Yeah. He's from the further. Yeah. Ugh, creepy. Very. Well, that was a quick one, however, a useful episode should you ever want to summon a demon. Um, we have given our warnings and it is out of our hands should you come into contact with something from the darker side. Um, but if you happen to experience this, we would love to hear about it. So hit up our DMs if you do summon a demon. We would love to know what your experience was like. Mm-hmm. And also if you have any other scary or supernatural experiences, we would also love to hear those. So don't forget to tell your family and friends to give you the stories or submit them to our messages on Instagram or Twitter. 
Make sure you leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever the platform will allow you to do so. And make sure you join us again next week for something spooky. Thank you guys for listening. So, did we give you the creeps?